Wendy's has got a new sandwich on the menu, and its name is the Crispy Panko Fish Sandwich. Wild-caught Alaskan pollock layered with flaky crispy panko, dill tartar sauce, and cheese. It's definitely a catch for your taste buds. Limited time only at participating Wendy's. At T-Mobile, we believe in putting people first by treating them right. So we're upping the benefits without upping the price. Introducing Magenta Max, now with unlimited premium data that can't slow down based on how much smartphone data you use. Plus, get Netflix on us. Right now, pay zero cost to switch. And bring your phone. We'll pay it off up to $650 bucks only at T-Mobile. Activate up to 4K or video streams at 480p. Up to 40 gigs high-speed tethering. $650 via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Simmons support charges waived. Receive Netflix standard with two lines. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Tea with Tash podcast, where we love to spill all the tea on our favorite role models and local influencers, of course. We're all about the local here. I am super excited to introduce our guest for this week. She's a mother of two, personal stylist, sharing her vision on minimal style, mini style, and her passion for travel, and of course, love for plant-based food. Please welcome Sam Debster from the Family Jewels blog. Hi, Sam. Hi, Tash. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you. I'm actually feeling like I'm having a pretty good day, which is awesome. How about <laughs> that you? That helps. That helps, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm good. Um, I want you to start off by telling everyone a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how you started your blog, just for anybody who might not know you. Sure. Yeah, no. So I am... Um, Vancouver-based, born and raised. Um, I grew up in a little um, town called White Rock, BC, which is right by the border to the U.S. And um, I have pretty much been here my whole life. I've I've done some traveling and I lived in Toronto for a bit at one point, but otherwise I've always been here. And uh, as you mentioned, I have two kids. So I have two boys and they are five and nine going on They're six beautiful. and ten. And life is absolutely crazy with them, as you can imagine, with two boys. Um, I uh, have been married for almost 12 years, and I live in North Vancouver. And my husband and I met, um, what's crazy to think, 15 years ago, working at Cactus Club on Robson. (laughs) Good old Cactus Club. Oh, yeah. And uh, we were friends first, and then it just kind of went from there. But um, yeah, so I do as you said personal styling um i am a content creator i do um i'm very active on instagram and i also do um like personal shopping personal styling with uh, mostly women but i do work with some men as well and i got into the industry um i'm just trying to think i think my son was probably just shy of one when I knew that I wanted to return to the fashion industry, but I just didn't know how. Mm-hmm. And at that point, because he's almost 10, you can think like nine years ago, blogging, you know, we didn't really know much about it at that point. Instagram was not really a thing. And, um, and so it was actually just a friend of mine who said, Hey, like, you're so good at helping, um, people put outfits together, putting outfits together for yourself. I feel like you should start a blog. And totally. honestly, I didn't know anything about it. And I'm very technically challenged. So I was kind of overwhelmed with that idea. But um, that's kind of how I got started. That's awesome. And what was the inspiration behind calling it the Family Jewels blog? <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, a bit of a pun and play on words. I've always been um, a huge fan of jewelry and accessories. And again, it was my, it was my best friend. She 
uh, was doing graphic design at the time. And she was the one to kind of push me in that direction and say, you know what, this is something that you should do, even if it's just a hobby. And so we were honestly just kind of like trying to come up with a name and, um, and it was her who came up with it. And we kind of had a good laugh over it and said, you know what, let's just, let's just go with that. So I've just stuck with that name this whole time. And, um, yeah, and it seems to be a good fit. So. Yeah. And for anybody who's checked out um, her blog, what I love about it is that you have a little bit of everything. You have fashion, beauty, lifestyle, travel. Obviously, we haven't done much traveling and I'm sure you're dying just as much as I am. (laughs) Um, But there's something for everything. And that's what I love from coffee table books to gift guides, local explorations like I just love how you've taken everything that you could possibly have as, you know, some people have like singular like travel blogs or just fashion blogs, but you've mm-hmm. created one, a one-stop shop essentially, which I absolutely love. But I do have to ask, are you dying to travel? Cause I'm, I'm dying. <laughs> I just like, honestly, I, I think I dream of it every single night at this point. And we talk about it a lot at the dinner table of, okay, where would we want to go? And, you know, I think it was just such a big part of our lives and our kids are used to traveling. Um, we've been to some of the same places over and over just um, because right. uh, like we've been to Palm Springs more times than I can count. Love because my Palm Springs had a place there and you know it's a direct flight it's like just over two hours Easy. and then you're in the sunshine and it's awesome um unfortunately they actually sold their place last March when they came back during COVID and uh I know so now we're like where's our our first place gonna be yeah um so I'm hoping it can be somewhere a little bit farther and uh hopefully for an extended period of time <laughs> Was that a huge adjustment to your blog to change maybe that traveling aspect of like not traveling so much? Um, not too much, to be honest with you, because I just kind of go with what's happening in my life. And at the beginning, when I started my blog, I was very fashion focused. Um, it was great because when I started working with clients on their closets and doing personal shopping, it was a great outlet for me to direct them to, to say, Hey, if you're looking for some more tips on how to, you know, clean out your closet yourself or putting outfits together, things like that. I would always tell my clients to reference my blog. So it was very fashion focused to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did have my uh, eldest at the time who was very young, but I never really uh, found myself focusing on necessarily like mother, like mom, mommy blogging, I would call yeah. it. Um, I did the occasional post here and there about it, but it was not my niche ever. I always definitely wanted to be more fashion focused and then kind of sprinkle, you know, other subjects in there as well. And I honestly, my, my eldest was so active, even as a baby that, you know, the idea of photo shoots and, you know, styling all these beautiful posts with your, your kids when they were younger, um, just wasn't a reality for me. And so I just never really went in that direction. I mean, I'm having a hard time doing that now. (laughs) Like, I I mean, (laughs) podcasting on that side, like, um, I have, I'm very lucky that I have someone who helps me with the social media aspect of it. And quite funnily, her name is Tash as well. Um, Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, I've been dying to have her on the podcast. So this is like her, like, you know, her reminder that she still needs to come on and talk about it. But um, 
she helps me in every month. She's like, Tash, I need you to just take like two outfits, just go to like Rocky Point and just take a couple photos. Like I need to put your face on this brand. And I'm like, (laughs) like, I just don't want to, and not that I don't want to, but like, it's, it's a lot of work. You don't realize how much work it is until you're like out there in Rocky Point changing in the middle of the ocean, you know? Oh my gosh. Honestly, I think that it's so funny that you say that because I think that to someone who um, is not in that industry, when they just see, you know, all of these photos come up on their, on their feed on Instagram and they're scrolling through and they're like, Oh, that's a cute outfit, whatever. You don't really think what goes into that. And you think, well, you just put on an outfit and you take a picture Mm -hmm. and it's so much more than that. And, um, and so it's interesting when I talk about it with friends who are not in this industry and I'm trying to explain to them, you know, how much time it takes to do something like that. And that's where, you know, I really um, hold my, my value and what I have to offer when I do pitch brands or brands approach me, because, you know, I really say to them, like, I, I pour like everything into the content that I create. And it's not only time consuming, but it's like, you know, it's well thought out. Um, I am a very visual person and I am on the creative side for sure, which is why I'm in this industry, but there's a lot that goes into it. So I always say, you know, this is why I ask for X or I expect X because of the work that goes into it. Absolutely. And for a podcaster like myself, that's um, a little bit like a smaller follower base. When you have that opportunity to interview someone like yourself, who usually, you know, does make some money off stuff like this it's such a genuine like love for me that like you took the time out of your day to like come out and chat with me and just I mean usually out of my podcast I learn one or two things from whoever I have on and to have that opportunity to do that means so much to like I wouldn't even call myself a micro influencer because I don't I don't consider myself an influencer at all because you guys put in so much work it's not even funny, like we just mentioned, but to have that opportunity to have your guys's time means so much to like the little fish like me. Oh, well, I mean, I think you need to give yourself a lot of credit because first of all, I would have no idea how to even start a podcast (laughs) uh, or edit or anything. And also I think, um, you know, I was really flattered that you had asked me to come on. And so it's definitely you know, I think it goes both ways. We both bring something to the table. I'm sure that I will learn something from you um, during this conversation as well. I think everyone has something um, to give and something to share and we can all educate each other. Yeah, totally. Well, I wanted to pick your mind about fashion because I absolutely love everything fashion you post. It's so simple. Oh, thank you. It's not like drastic. And like, I find that with a lot of, especially Vancouver influencers, they're very like, all black and it's gloomy because it rains here a lot and you just have like this cleanliness to your brand that I love so much Um, but I just want to know what your take is from an influencer point of view of what where you think the fashion industry is kind of heading into 2021 because I have been in this Aritzia sweatsuit since March yeah (laughs) well (laughs) good news um sweatsuits are still going strong perfect um if anything I think you'll just see kind of some more interesting details as we head into spring summer but I can tell you I've done a lot of um, research fashion forecasting looking at what is trending going into the year and I think there's there's a lot of color there's a lot of pattern but there's still going to be 
like comfortable materials. Yeah. So, you know, I think that like many of us um, really discovered sets <laughs> last year, you know, spending all this time at home. And I just found myself like if I was buying anything, it was going to be some form of a set uh, of loungewear yeah. or a sweatsuit, whatever it may be. And I was thinking to myself, man, I really don't want this trend to go anywhere because it's so comfortable and it's not only comfortable, but it was very much on trend at the time. Absolutely. And when I was reading through what the trends were going to be for 2021 and I saw that that was kind of within the, you know, on the top 10 list, I thought, oh, thank goodness. Everyone's going to be really happy about that. Yeah, thank God. Um, because, I mean, we just don't know how long we're going to be in this um, lifestyle or that we are in right now with all of these mm -hmm. restrictions and, you know, a lot less socializing or the socializing that we are doing is through a screen. Yeah. And so it's nice to find a way to feel comfortable in what you're wearing, but still feel put together. And honestly, that has been my like style mantra, like this entire time, ever since I started my blog and I started working with people, um, you know, they, you hear when you start a blog or you're, you're an Instagram or whatever it may be that people will ask you the question, what is your why? Mm -hmm. And I really couldn't really define what my why is for so long. And one day it was just kind of one of those light bulb kind of aha moments. And I thought, my why is that I just want people to feel comfortable. I want them to feel comfortable in their own skin. I want them to feel comfortable in the outfits that they wear. Um, I want them to feel, you know, just good overall. That's so important to me because I spent so much of my adolescence not feeling comfortable in my own skin and just feeling very, I don't want to say rejected, but I just always felt like a little bit, I don't know, different side yeah yeah just a bit of an outsider and so I think based on my experience uh growing up I just have this like constant um like I don't know like it's just it's just a passion for me that I just want people around me to always feel comfortable so that's why I do especially more on stories I am very honest about you know what's happening in in our life um not only the good stuff but the bad as well Absolutely. and I get quite candid on there because I want people to feel that you know it's not all just about these pretty pictures posted in those squares and that you know th those are just highlights yeah. but the real stuff is where um you know, it's important to share those moments as well with your followers and let them know. Wow. So that's what I love about stories mm -hmm. because you can really connect with your followers over stories and talking about, you know, just real life problems, um, what you're going through. And I have connected with so many people because I have been quite candid and open and I just again it just kind of comes back to the why like I just want people to feel comfortable I never want people to kind of question oh well so and so's life looks so good on here and it must oh. be amazing and it's like no 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 <laughs> like let's just be real here it's actually not um there's a lot of things that are stressful in uh in our life and so I really just like to make sure that people know that it's it's not perfect by any means it's so far from perfect um and so that's why I use stories to really open up about things like that 
I love that. And there's been so many times on this podcast that I've actually like cried through podcasts just because I'm just having a feeling I'm having a bad week or like whatever it is. And I want people who listen to this podcast to a take something away from it if they can, but B know that they're not the only people who have mental breakdowns during the week. Like you and I are like, okay, I've been working so much that I couldn't even answer your email, your texts. And it's like, Oh, you, in a sense, like as much as you made me feel good, like, Oh my God, you're working. I get it. Like to me, I'm like, Oh, I feel so bad. Cause I'm like trying to get her on this podcast. And like, there's so much that goes on behind the scenes. Um, like we spoke about, about influencers and stuff like that, but it's just, sometimes it's so much that you don't know how else to like bring it out there than to just put it on the story. I actually felt better posting a podcast like that. And even though my friends were like, Oh my God, are you okay? I'm like, I'm yes. Good. You always get those messages afterwards. Yeah. I just needed like 10 minutes to cry. Like I'm good. And I yeah. think this year has been like, well, maybe like end of 2020 to 2021. Now I've really been into like that self care, like whether that's just going to get a facial, whether that's going for a walk, like I've gotten myself like somewhat on a consistent schedule to go to the gym and like as much effort as it takes to do all of that and a podcast and work full-time, it's a lot, but it helps. And you just have to find whatever it is that works for you and your family to do what you need to do, you know? It's a lot. Definitely. And you know what? I think we're all busy in different ways. It doesn't okay. matter, you know, just because I talk about having kids and being busy as a mom, that doesn't mean that I, like, I, I still can relate to other people who don't have kids, understanding okay. that they are busy too, which is why when you messaged me about that, I was like, please do not worry about it. Like if I had a dollar every time I had to apologize for not getting back to someone, I know I'd be living large. <laughs> we all would. Yeah. Every time someone didn't email me back to be on this podcast, I wouldn't even need to do this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that's, I feel like that's the same for me about pitching brands. Like if I, you know, if I got a dollar for every single time, I either never heard back from someone or the answer was no. Yeah. Yeah. Story but in a way you kind of, you receive something else instead. And I think that it not only gives you a thick skin, but it also just, or for me anyways, it just kind of drives me further. Totally. And I don't really let that get in the way at first. I don't know about you, but at first I found uh, when I was rejected or brand said, no, you know, we're not interested in working with you. I just took it so personally. And I was like, Oh my goodness, like what's wrong with what I'm doing. And you start to question everything. And then totally that's the beauty of time and experience is that over time, you just really learn that, you can't take those things personally. You just have to keep on going because guess what? Someone is going to say yes and you are still going to have those experiences. So that's definitely been a huge uh, learning lesson for me uh, over time. Yeah. I've definitely been in kind of the same sense because it's still my first year of podcasting. Like we're still in season one. Like we're just getting near the one year anniversary of me starting it. Cause I started just as COVID we went into lockdown. So it was kind of good timing for me. But at the same time, because I didn't have like as many followers or I don't know with certain um, influencers that I've reached out to, um, they just, they were like, oh, sorry, like you don't have enough followers for us to come out and do this to spend the time and gain anything from it. It's like, okay, well, you might not gain something from it, but you know, like, what did you do when you were just starting out? It's like, come on. 
You know, that's so interesting that you say that. I actually didn't even, this is kind of something I've trained myself. Like I didn't even look at the amount of followers that you had because that's not really important to me. Like I just like having these conversations. And I think that it's not only experience for you, but it's experience for me as well. Totally. Um, I've just had to let go of the whole numbers game. 100%. And and honestly, I think that you have to at this point, you know, everyone kind of references, oh, the algorithm keeps changing and it's keep changing. Like Mm -hmm. what I would do to have it just go back to chronological order would be like, that would be amazing. But it's, but it's not. And I think yeah. that um, you just have to really remember, I kind of take this approach with my closet as well. It's quality over quantity. Totally. And there's something to be said about having the quality followers that you engage with, that you know, um, that you can support as well, who are supporting you, mm-hmm. as opposed to just having, you know, that big number um, under your following. So that is something that I do find frustrating uh, when you are pitching brands, when they say, oh, well, you don't have X amount. And I've actually started to try to form ways of almost proving myself to these brands to say, okay, yes, I'm a micro influencer, but this is the, um, these are the stats from previous campaigns of, um, you know, the, the click throughs or the purchases, like really trying to prove my value, Mm -hmm. um, which is exhausting, but it's just the nature of the game and, and the industry. Yeah, no, definitely. It's, it's something that, um, some brands can, can see that. And then others are very much about just, nope, we would rather have someone that has a million followers and it doesn't matter how they got there. Totally. That's what we want to focus on. Right. And just to touch on COVID a little bit, are there any changes that you had to make to that blog to kind of like mold it to the time that we were in? Cause obviously you can't travel. And at, at some points we weren't even allowed to leave our cities. Like we weren't even allowed to go from you know, Port Moody to North Van if we wanted to. And it was so crazy. Now it's probably a little bit more lenient and people just do it anyways, because some people do that travel for work or whatnot. But, you know, has that changed your blog in any sense of like going to do shoots or like doing stuff like that? Any, any sort of changes like that? Um, you know what, I have actually found it to be much easier (laughs) because I thought so matter that I've been doing this for nine years. I, I may put out photos of myself and you may go through my Instagram and see all these pictures that I've posted of myself, but I still to this day am incredibly um, shy and, and self-conscious when it comes to taking photos outside. Mm -hmm. I really don't like it at all. (laughs) And so that's can, that's kind of been the beauty about spending all this time at home because whether it's my husband taking a photo for me, which is rare, but every once in a while he will. Do those photos turn out? I need to know. Cause my boyfriend's not, not cute with taking photos. No, he's good at a lot of things, but he's not good at that. <laughs> <laughs> good no, at I, me. <laughs> I have better luck with my, uh, with my phone and a stand and a self timer, like all of that. I have better luck with that. And so I have actually just pretty much hit up every corner of our house to create content over this yeah. last almost year. Um, but it hasn't bothered me in the least. Cause like I said, I don't even know. I was so uncomfortable taking photos in public before, even though I had done it for so many years mm-hmm. that I can't imagine what it's going to feel like 
coming out of this yeah. and trying to return to that. Um, it's, I much prefer taking photos inside. So if anything, like it's actually been a huge bonus for me to just be able to create content, um, and take photos at home. I mean, it helps because we have been renovating our house Mm -hmm. since April. And so we do have, you know, fresh new spaces that I have redecorated and we've redesigned. So that's kind of given me a lot of content as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So if anything, honestly, it's been way easier for me to uh, create content over this last year than it was in in years past. Yeah, I've spoken to a couple other influencers up on the podcast here, and they've all said the same thing. Like as, as much as it sucks and we're at home, it almost gives us the time and the space to just do Mm -hmm. what we want and do, you know, what you want to put out like a you know, sweatsuit guide of which one you like better, like you can do that because that's acceptable now. But even on, I don't know if you're on TikTok, but a lot of influencers on TikTok are like showing people how to take photos outside. It's like, you are not going to catch me dead with a tripod out there. I'm sorry. It's not happening. <laughs> like, cheers to no. you. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you follow influencers in the wild on Instagram. Oh, no influencers. In oh the my wild. gosh. So so it's a it's a private account but they accepted my request right away somebody had tagged um their account and I thought what is that so I clicked through and you know this account has like a couple million followers but it's all of these (laughs) it's all of these different posts of influencers taking photos or recording videos in like most random places and you know when things go sideways and I just you see what the dedication, like I actually, I sometimes I I watch these videos and I think like, wow, like they have no shame. And in a way I'm just like, good on you. Like, just go Mm. for it. I am just not uh, comfortable (laughs) to be doing that in public, but there's some people that just go for it. And yeah, I mean, there's always someone watching. (laughs) There's always someone watching. I mean, even like at work, I think I dropped like a pen or something and someone said something to me funny and they're like, someone's always watching. I'm like, oh, you're so right. Like, oh, like leave me alone. <laughs> which is, which can also be a very unsettling feeling for sure. Totally. And I wanted to get into some beauty stuff with you because obviously you're huge on beauty. I want to know what some of your favorite products are for 2021. If you've tried any like new products or anything like that, I need to know. Yeah, no, um, I'm just really bad at remembering specific product names, but I will do my best here. So uh, I would say things that I discovered kind of closer to the end of uh, 2020 and then coming into 2021, a couple of my go-tos are my favorites right now. Definitely the microfiber cleansing cloths to remove excess makeup. Those are unreal. I know that they've been around for a while now, but Mm -hmm. I had never tried them before. And I picked up a pack by the brand Kitsch uh, from Kiss and Makeup in West Vancouver. And I thought, you know what, I've heard really good things. I'll just try them out. Yeah. At T-Mobile, we believe in putting people first by treating them right. So we're upping the benefits without upping the price. Introducing Magenta Max. Now with unlimited premium data that can't slow down based on how much smartphone data you use. Plus get Netflix on us. Right now, pay zero cost to switch. And bring your phone. We'll pay it off up to 650 bucks. Only at T-Mobile. Activate up to 4K or video streams at 480p. Up to 40 gigs high-speed tethering. $650 via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Simmons support charges waived. Receive Netflix standard with two lines. They're local, sorry? 
and they are local. Yeah. And I couldn't believe the difference that they make. I mean, it's amazing how much makeup is left on your face, even when you use a cleanser and you, you know, you scrub it all off. Totally. There's so much excess makeup left over. And so it just leaves your skin just like clean, like so clean, but also like a good shine to it. They are definitely like one of my favorites right now that I use every single day. Um, the other one, my, my kind of one beauty product that I don't think that I could live without um, is Elta MD, their tinted SPF. So I use that as a primer before oh. I apply concealer. And it's it, not only is it an SPF, which is great because I wear sunscreen every single day. Yeah, but it also works so well as a primer just because I think of um, because it's tinted. It's so good. I never want to be without it ever. So that would definitely be another, you know, top five for me. And then another uh, one that I just discovered um, through another influencers page was um, Bite Beauty's uh, new mascara. And of course, I can't remember the name of the mascara right now but they only have one so aren't they like a vegan brand or something yeah it is yeah. it is a, a vegan makeup brand and um they just came out with this mascara like i think within the last month and it works so well it has a really thick wand so it's good for thickening and lengthening and you never know with those things i mean totally. you see people talking about it and you think okay well maybe it just works for them and yeah. i'm not someone who necessarily rushes out every time someone talks about you know a beauty must have like i really like to think about everything that i buy you know okay do i really need this should i be trying this and i try to be a little bit more selective especially when it comes to beauty because there are so many products on the market but it's exhausting how many products there yeah. are like you go into Sephora and it's like overload. Yeah. I had a lady, I was just in there. I had just gotten, um, just because I work at a hospital with all my mask knee. Oh my gosh. Like I was breaking out so badly. Knock on wood. I've had really good skin the last couple of weeks, but I tried a new cleanser. And when she was showing me the cleanser, she showed me the first one, which is the one I bought. I want to say it's Laneige. Oh, okay. Yep multi-deep cleanser. I don't know. It's lovely though. I absolutely love it. Um, and then she showed me another one. It was a Korean brand. And I know that like Korean brands are really like high up there in the makeup and like skincare mm-hmm. world. So I always try to like lean into something like that, but totally. this cleanser was a powder and you only, what? yeah, you use like a very, really small portion of it and then you rub it together and then it becomes a foam. However, it was a hundred dollars and I'm like, honey, put that back, (laughs) put it back. Like, unless it's taking like wrinkles from, you know, when I was born out then, okay, we'll think about it. But no, like, it's so, it's so, it's such a, how do I say this without sounding dumb? Like, it's so expensive to put like a hundred dollars into something that might not work for you, you know, so much around it. And like my Laneige one that I swear by now is so amazing. And even after last week, I actually had micro needling done for the first time. Oh, how was it? My skin is worlds different. <gasps> really? Okay. I've never yeah. done micro needling, but I want to go back to that because I have a story about that for you. <laughs> um, I literally had the best experience and it was funny because I had like an, ev- not an event, but like I had something the next day, like some sort of interview 
And I was worried that I was going to look like a freak with my face all red, but thankfully I didn't bleed very much. So it kind of like made me look like flushed out. Like I had just gone to the gym and honestly, that's like the closest I've been to the gym in a while. So I was like, (laughs) I'll take it. Um, but yeah, like my, the texture on my cheeks used to be like kind of blotchy and I used to have some, like some, some sunspots, um, especially because I love Palm Springs just as much as you do. And the last time I was there, I think I still have a tan line from my bathing suit. Like I burnt to a crisp, like the end of August, it was like 50 degrees outside. I love it. It's I love August. Yeah. It was crazy, (laughs) but like worlds of different, like my cheeks are like, they're all, my face is all the same color. If that makes sense. Like I think, I don't know if that sounds stupid or not, but oh my God. Yeah. No, no. You want that overall kind of, and even I use um, Mario Bendescu, his hyaluronic eye cream. Oh. And I just use a little bit just on my fingers and I put it underneath, but I honestly put it all over my face. I don't know if you're supposed to do that or not, but I do because it just makes your skin look so good. Oh, I was going to work this morning. I was like, I should not look this good going to work. This is not, <laughs> I'm going to be in a mask all day. Nobody's going to see me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, that, I mean, now you're selling all these things to me. I, I know, have sorry. never done microneedling before. I recently did um, a BBL laser treatment that's specific for acne. And that was like literally the only laser treatment I've ever had done on my face where I actually saw results. Like, huge difference. And I saw results. Wow. Yeah, but um, the reason I actually even went in to get this laser back to the microneedling is because during COVID, like you said, with self-care, everyone's trying to do, you know, all these different things to give themselves, you know, almost like a spa at home experience. So I was trying out all different things like, you know, face masks and under eye patches and, you know, anything like that. And I decided to order a derma roller on Amazon and it had all these great reviews. Yeah. And again, another influencer had posted about it and I had asked her, you know, but her experience was great. But that's the thing about skin is that yeah. you never know how your skin's going to react and oh. your skin can react completely different um, to someone else. And Absolutely. so I ordered this thing and, you know, I'm rolling my face thinking, okay, I guess this is going to be my own microneedling treatment at home. Yeah. And my face literally exploded, like the worst breakout of my entire life. It was all over I my face. Like I had thing. the worst reaction. And I woke up the next day and I just bawled my eyes out because I thought, I thought my skin was bad and I just made it like a hundred times worse. So when I went in to have this laser treatment, I told them, I said, listen, I'll be totally honest with you. I got this, you know, derma roller from Amazon and I decided to give it a go. And this is the reaction that I had. And they said, oh my goodness, we see this all the time, especially right now with people being at home, trying to do treatments themselves. And it took five laser sessions for me to correct it and, um, bring my skin to where it is now, which, so it's been a long journey and, uh, it was a hard lesson learned for sure. Yeah. I did the same thing where I bought a dermal, is it derma roller? Yeah. Derma roller. I think it's called. Yeah. And I, I did not see it from an influencer, but I found mine at winners. So I thought oh, I was yes, really there. Yeah. I really thought I was winning here and I was on a road trip with my boyfriend at the time when I bought it. 
Um, and he used to play hockey away. So every year we go back and see, you know, the families he used to stay with and the team and the coach and all that stuff. And I thought, oh, I'm going to give myself a fresh little facial before we go to the game. I'm going to look fabulous. And so I took a shower and I just, I had this whole like day of just like doing my hair and doing, you know, all this stuff. And he's like, whatever, do you, I'm going out with my friends, whatever. And I did this derma roller and I did it on my neck a little bit. Cause I heard that it's really good for your neck and like all this area here, but I didn't do it down there. Cause I thought, meh, you know, I don't want to kill myself here. Let's take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> my neck up and I literally looked like I had stuck my whole face into like a poison ivy bush yes exactly I was like what what Nick was like what did you do to yourself I'm like I have no idea what I did I don't know just I'm wearing a turtleneck you can't see it you cannot see it oh oh the so worst bad. But I also had a really bad experience with, I don't know if you've seen them, they're like acne patches and they're little stickers and they go directly on like acne yes. you have spot treatments. <gasps> Sorry, my dogs are barking, but they're literally, they dry them out, which is fine. But at the same time, they almost like thin your skin out a little bit. So it becomes really flaky and just thin. And it's like you put like hydrocortisone like on your face sometimes to like get rid of it. It made yes. my skin so thin and I scarred. So when I went for the microneedling, she actually ended up going around like certain areas where I had acne. She's like, I'm not going over those because you're honestly going to scar even more than you're already going to scar. So when you come next time, I'll go over all those areas. Like I was so raw pretty much. Oh, wow. So See, and that's so interesting because I've used those. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have that reaction. Great. So again, this kind of comes back to you just, you don't really know what's going to happen. And you, you just don't want to mess with your skin. <laughs> and I thought because, oh, perfect. If I have a breakout under my mask, you won't even see it. They're skin colored, like whatever. And I'm just like, never again. I can't, like, my skin just can't handle it. It's crazy. Yeah. So I know. crazy. Um, I have oh, the fun of being a woman. <laughs> Right. Like men have no idea. They have no idea. Oh, oh yeah. I say this to my husband on a Multiple weekly days. basis. I'm like, you're so lucky. You have no idea. And you know, and he's like, oh gosh, here we go again. Yeah. And he has like the most perfect skin. Like it's just, it's not fair. It's not fair. He's like, why are you doing that to yourself? I'm like, because I don't have your skin. Okay. Leave me alone. Oh, I know. But I have a couple I more know. questions and then we're done. Um, one question we got from Instagram when people saw that we were going to, I literally just got this before we jumped on is what to expect from you in the blog for 2021, which I didn't even think oh. of asking that question. I was like, Oh, that's a good one. Add that in there. <laughs> uh, Oh, that's, that's a great question. Um, I'm still kind of in the planning process for the year, Obviously, um, but that being said, I am starting to focus more on sharing kind of like the weekly styling tips. So recently I reintroduced a, a series called seven pieces, seven ways that I used to do. I used to do this years ago. And I also actually used to do style presentations at oh. um, 
in offices, like as a lunch and learn, I yeah. used to do them at, um, at retail stores. I've done them at events before. And it was something that I just loved doing so much because again, I focus on like easy everyday style. So it was a great way for me to educate people on how to create almost like a capsule wardrobe. Right. And I decided to kind of bring that back. So that's something that I am now posting on a weekly basis on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I think that it'll just kind of grow from there as far as that style or that type of content that I am going to continue to share. Um, Also, I'm going to be diving more into the health and wellness side. Um, I talk about it a lot on, again, more my stories, but um, my passion for Pilates is a huge part of my lifestyle, my daily life. Um, Exercise is really important to me. And I discovered Pilates a couple of years ago. It was actually recommended to me um, by a physio. Oh, okay. And yeah, I had some, um, some struggles after having kids and I was trying to correct it. And that is what the physio had suggested to me. So that's how I even got into it uh, to begin with. And so I just, um, I started with my journey in Pilates and it's been over two years now and I'm so passionate about it. And it's just kind of one of those, I've never had a workout where I wake up and I'm like actually excited to do it, (laughs) which I feel like that says something like if I'm not dreading it, that's a good sign. So definitely more focused on um, the health and wellness side. Um, I know that you touched on at the beginning that I am plant-based and that was something that um, happened, I want to say January of last year that I switched my diet. So yeah, tell us a little bit about that if you don't mind. Sorry? Tell us a little bit about uh, changing over to a plant-based diet. How did you do that? Yeah, so um, I was having a lot of issues with my skin. So I was already, you know, toying with the idea of of cutting out dairy and I had tried it once, but I wasn't, I didn't have enough patience with it because when you cut out dairy, if you are looking for a change in your skin, you have to be very patient because it takes a long time to actually notice a difference. So when I did it the first time I thought, oh, well, no, it didn't make a difference. I'm just going to start eating dairy again. So that's what I did. And then I was still having um, struggles with hormonal acne and I thought, okay, I'm going to really give this a go. But I was also starting to just feel like from an environmental standpoint, just this feeling of like, I need to start making some changes in um, our life, you know, as a family, in our household, with diet, things like that. And I feel like because I never craved meat Mm -hmm. I ate it but I never craved it I thought well that's kind of like easy to cut it out for me Mm -hmm. that's not a big deal and then because I was going to cut out the dairy anyways I thought you know what might as well just go for it and just commit to this plant-based diet and see how I feel and it's not like you feel different overnight like again it takes some time but once I settled into it I figured out how to cook plant-based and did you know all types of research it actually has really made me like passionate about cooking, which I wasn't before. I was more of a chore and now it's something that's that how I, I feel. enjoy. So that's how it came to be. And um, yeah, so now it's been a year and I have no plans on going back. That's so interesting because back in August, I think I started seeing a naturopath and she pretty much suggested to me to try and cut out dairy and 
like a whole bunch of stuff. And like to this day from, from March till now, I have not had any coffee. I don't drink coffee. And I used to be like a double, double, triple, triple girl every day since I was in grade eight. It's a long time. (laughs) Wow. Honestly, I I don't even know how you've done that. (laughs) I cut, (laughs) I quit cold Turkey. I still don't know how I did it. And I just, I have smoothies every morning now. I just, and the smell of coffee, like I can do a decaf, like Starbucks latte Mm -hmm. or, you know, something fancy dancy like that, that you don't get all the time. But we have like a Keurig at home because everybody in my family drinks coffee, but the smell just makes me nauseous. Really? Yes. I think something with the caffeine and the dairy together one make me super sick. And like the last time I accidentally had a coffee, like I was at a friend's house and she didn't know that I drank decaf. I was up all night. I had to like call in sick to work because I literally had been up till like four or five in the morning. And I started at six o'clock to work and I'm like, there's no way I'm like, there's just not a chance. Like, I'm so sorry. I have to call in last minute, but I'm not going to make it. Oh no. The amount of times, like not to be like too much information here but the amount of times that I went to the washroom so about the mix like I must have lost five pounds that night alone oh wow it was so bad so that for sure I've stuck with but like you said the dairy is so hard and because we're Italian Mm -hmm. and we eat a lot of carbs so she told me to cut you know some carbs so I do mostly gluten-free now but I do eat you know peanut butter sandwich from time to time or if my mom makes fresh bread then I have to have a piece but Oh, the dairy is so hard because like with every diet, you can kind of eat cheese or something like that. Your keto, you can have dairy if you know, because it's fat, but all of a sudden cutting it out, it's like, well, what the hell am I going to (laughs) eat? Oh my gosh. Honestly, you don't realize how much, how many things have dairy in it until you cut it out. And that has like, without a doubt, been the most challenging part of this um this journey switching diets is that especially before when we were traveling because I remember we went away in February of last year to Palm Springs for a friend's 40th and you know my husband and my friend were like okay so are you committing to this because my husband kind of already said to me listen I've converted my diet like about 90 percent he said but when we're away like I'm just kind of eat what I want and I'm like you know what you do you like you're an adult you know He already made such a big change and I was really proud of him for that Mm -hmm. um, because again, it it all stemmed from me. But I said, no, I'm going to commit to this diet. I'm not going to sway. I don't want to get sick while we're away, especially now that I haven't had it for a month. And it was very challenging. You know, every single place that we went, I'm like, oh, do you have a vegan option? And, you know, it's becoming obviously a lot more popular, but when you travel it's something that I now have to think about where, wherever we choose to go, like, am, mm-hmm. am I going to be able to like have options for food? Totally. Um, so it is, it's in honestly everything. It's so hard to avoid it. And it's yeah. still, I still find it challenging and it's already, and it's been a year. So yeah, I can understand why people are like, you know what, I can cut out meat, but dairy, forget about it because, yeah. and I don't like to sugarcoat things either like if people are like oh how how is it was it super easy to change I'm like no it was not easy at all and this is something that will always um pose as a challenge because again dairy is in everything so um yeah yeah, definitely um 
it requires more work when it comes to cooking and, and eating and things like that. Totally. And I had done so well from like September to like mid November. And then just that Christmas season just oh, yeah. up on me. And she made me book an appointment with her just before the holidays to like go over like, Hey, this is what you do when you're in this situation. And I, I, my mom tells me all the time, I have zero willpower and she's right. And I don't tell her that. And she doesn't listen to the podcast, so she won't hear this. Um, but I have zero willpower. And Christmas, I don't know if it was like, oh, it's COVID, so like, screw it. Like, I deserve it. Yeah. Oh, and it's been a struggle to get back because it's the end of January or beginning of February, and I'm still having issues. <laughs> like, Yeah, but you know what? Like you said, to your point, I mean, it's COVID, and I feel like it's hard when we put those restrictions on ourselves right now because- oh we have to give ourselves some grace and just let go of certain things and just say, you know what, it's, this isn't a forever thing. So if, you know, having a bit of dairy or, you know, whatever it may be, like you said, you were talking about coffee, like I've thought about it, but at this point I'm like, you know what? No, it brings me so much joy in my daily life that I'm just going to stick with it for now. And that's okay. Yeah. And I miss the routine of it. I miss of like, even when I would, when I go to work, I would stop at Tim Hortons or I'd stop at a drive through Starbucks or McDonald's, whatever. I had a coffee no matter where I went. I didn't have to eat yes. anything all day. I could have three coffees and be completely fine. Totally. But now, mm, now I'm like, mm, I better go home and make my smoothie. I love my smoothie. Like, oh, good for but you. It's a big smoothie. It lasts me all day, pretty much. Like it's huge. <laughs> and I just asked how you, um, what you've noticed as a difference, um, after cutting out coffee. Um, I noticed that when I wake up, I'm actually not as tired as I would feel like that, that fogginess that you feel like mm-hmm. before you would have your coffee. I don't have that. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's, it's funny. You asked me that. Cause this morning specifically, I noticed it because usually I'm like the one who gets up the last alarm possible until I'm late for work. That's just how I roll. Like I purposely got a remote start put in my car so that I wouldn't waste time. I would <laughs> get up, start my car, get changed and go. Yeah. Um, I, I, had, I had to do it. <laughs> I was like, no chance. I'm always late because my car needs to warm up and it's not good for your car. And my brother and my dad are mechanics and they're like, you need to warm your car up. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, uh. But this morning specifically, I noticed it because I was getting up, I had started my car, got into my scrubs and whatever, and washed my face and whatever, getting ready for the day. And I'm like, honestly, if I didn't have anything except for maybe something to eat right now, like I would probably be good till lunch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like sometimes when I pick up um, shifts that are like, if they call me in the morning, obviously I don't have time to make my smoothie, Um, but I'll just even pick up a a hot tea, like just hot water and Mm -hmm. that. I just have to have the routine of having something. Oh yeah. It's like, um, smoking. Like you always have to have something in your hands or your mouth. It's the same thing for me. It's not coffee. It's a smoothie or it's a tea, or it's just a sandwich walking into work. Like I physically have to walk in with something. I don't know. And I think that's a huge part of it. Like I always, always have a coffee in my hand, like I'll roll up to, you know, the school grounds or even in my car. Like I have like an actual mug that I'm just walking around with, Yeah, you know, out taking the dog for a walk. I've got my mug of coffee. Like, I feel like I always have 
something in my hands as well. And then later in the day, I switch to tea, but it's just the act of having something, like you said, in your hands. Like, yeah, it's really about that, not necessarily what's in the cup. Exactly. It's the routine is what it is. And Mm -hmm. I found too that because I don't pick up coffee in the morning, I have an extra 10 minutes to sleep, I guess, because I am always last minute with that. Um, But yeah, it was so hard to change that specifically, because I'm like, Oh, well, if I'm making this smoothie, like why? do I have to get up at 630 when I, you know, like I didn't, like it made, didn't make any sense to me for the first little bit. And then I started getting like, um, creative with it because I would make my smoothies the night before. So then I wouldn't have to spend that extra time getting up to make the smoothie. Oh yeah. That's smart. Any ice in it. So it wouldn't, um, it wouldn't like, um, melt and be like, you know, so much better. And my brother, um, has this cup it's from snap-on like a tool company and because oh yeah because they spend so much money there they get free things like we have a snap-on like um what is it called like we have spoons we have a slow cooker we have everything in my house is sponsored by Uh, (laughs) snap-on it's disgusting and he has this really nice mug it's so tall and it's about this wide and it fits like two cups worth of a smoothie in there. Oh, okay. Nice. And it lasts me till like, if I work an early shift, like five 30 or six o'clock, it will last me till about 2 PM. Cause oh, it, that's amazing. it's so cold. Oh, it's lovely. I know it's the simple things in our life. Sometimes totally. just those little things that make all the difference. <laughs> totally. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I'm loving this conversation so much but tell everybody where they can keep up with you on the blog and how we can support you um yeah so my uh on instagram you can find me under the family jewels blog uh my uh my blog itself is um the family and that's those are the two that i spend the most time on as well as pinterest i'm a big pinterest person Uh, i think that especially during this home renovation, I've spent so much time on there. So I've also mm-hmm. pinned a lot. So you can also find me on Pinterest under it's actually the fam jewels on on Pinterest. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again, everyone. Remember thank to follow you, her on all of her pro- all of her platforms. I can't even speak today. I'm so tired. Oh, don't all worry. That's her- <laughs> my life. <laughs> Let's try that again. Thank you so much again. Make sure thank to follow you, her. Gosh all of her platforms to keep up with everything she's doing. Follow myself at T with podcast on Instagram. You guys can head over to Apple podcasts to subscribe, rate review, all that fun stuff. And until next week, you guys can leave spilling the tea to me. Have a good week. You guys. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope. It's Geico. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. At Meyer, your health and safety is our first priority. That's why Meyer Pharmacy has partnered with the CDC to administer free COVID-19 vaccinations when they become available to us. Register now to get your free COVID vaccinations at Meyer and get updates to your phone. Text COVID to 75049 to get started. That's COVID to 75049. You can also visit your Meyer pharmacist or go to clinic.meyer.com for more information.